Good evening, Katoomba, and welcome to Blue Mountains Live here on Radio Blue Mountains 89.1 FM. Uh, we haven't got a packed show for you because there's not a lot of gigs about, as has been the case for the last few months, but uh, it's slowly building up. We've been doing a bit of a series of talking to music organisers up here in the Katoomba area and for the Greater Blue Mountains, and slowly uh, they're getting a bit more positive and uh, they're slowly having shows. So last week we spoke to Charity Miro and Chris Cannell from uh, Fusion Boutique and Music in the Mountains consecutively. Uh, this week we're talking to Meg Benson from uh, Music Hunter. Meg's one of the announcers here on Radio Blue Mountain. She has a show on Mondays called Earthly Delights and uh, we'll be talking to her. But kicking off the show tonight, um, I had a chat to Dave Graney and Claire Moore who are uh, coming up to play on the weekend. They're playing on Saturday at the Palais Royale as the one of the first shows there for... Uh, Fusion Boutique for Charities uh, Music Company. Uh, they did do King Curly the week before, um, but this Saturday it's, it's David Clare. And uh, I had a bit of a chat, rang them up while they were travelling uh, down the coast to, to get here. Uh, caught them in Port Macquarie. And uh, they'll uh, talk a bit about the music, the, the new album, and playing at places like the Palais Royale. Um, and their history at playing at uh, the Seaview Ballroom down in uh, down in Melbourne. Um, so we'll kick that off in a minute, but first we'll get into a bit of what's going on around town. Uh, we've only, as I said, we've only got a couple of shows. So we've got uh, Dave and Claire down at the Palais Royale on uh, on Saturday. Uh, they've got an early show which kicks off about 3.30 in the afternoon. Um, get down there at 3.30 for the 4.30 show. And then the latest show kicks off at, uh, at 7 o'clock. But uh, as, uh, as you'll find out, that's already, already sold out. You can go and get tickets from Fusion Boutique Presents on the Facebook or from the Fusion Boutique website. Uh, get tickets for the Dave Granny and Claire Moore show. Uh, on Saturday. Um, on Saturday we also have Afternoon Delights, which is a, a jazz quartet, Delay 45. They'll be playing up there at the Avalon. We talked to Meg Benson a bit later on about that. Meg uh, is uh, on the radio here on a Monday afternoon for Earthly Delights, and so you can catch her normally on the Monday. But her show is on, on Saturday down at uh, the Avalon, down for Afternoon Delights, down in the foyer. And uh, that's, a, that's a really nice space, and we talk with Meg about that as well. And the only other real show I've got is the uh, Two Doctors Whiskey Tavern out at the Fairmont Resort and Spa, and that's at, out at Lura there. That's, uh, that's on Saturday as well, and that kicks off at 8.30pm and goes through till 10.30. And we talked to Chris Cannell last week, so he's got that new venue there at the, uh, at the Fairmont. Um, so it's the uh, basically the three big organisers here up here in Katoomba who've all got shows this Saturday. But other than that, there's not a hell of a lot on. Other than that, there's of course the huge show down at the Orient Hotel down in Springwood for the Willies, a uh, friend of the show, Baz Nelson, and his little duo group there, the Willies. They will be playing down at the Orient Hotel on Sunday between 3 and 6. 
But to kick it off, we'll uh, we'll kick off uh, with a, a track from um, from Dave Graney from uh, the Sexy and Soft uh, album, and this one is what I think of as Dave's foray into um, Australian music, uh, very very go betweens or uh, Triffords. This one, and this is called Three Dead Passengers in a stolen second-hand Ford. Good travelling song for uh, picking up with. Dave and Claire as they're travelling down the coast and out here to, to do the Saturday show. Second-hand 
Okay, we're back on Blue Mountains Live here on Radio Blue Mountains, 89.1. Uh, you're, we're doing the gig guide for the week, but uh, we're, we haven't got a hell of a lot of shows on this weekend. But one that everyone has been waiting for is uh, Dave Graney and Claire Moore down at the Palais Royale on Saturday night. Uh, thanks for coming on the show, guys. Hi, how are you going? Hello, how's it going? Um, now it's you, too noisy here. Can you hear a truck here suddenly come on? Yeah, there's a bit. It's doing that sort of that funny sort of sci-fi um, we'll go background and get in noise. We'll in our van and make it a bit less noisy. <laughs> Sorry, about that. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, we're looking forward to playing in uh, Katoomba anyway, uh, and we're doing two shows now. Okay. I'm, uh, oh. Yeah, well, that's good. Um, I've been talking. We had Charity on last week, yeah. and uh, so uh, she explained about how the uh, the late show sold out. And for uh, for you, Dave, I imagine that's that's pretty expected. People, I th- imagine, prefer to see Dave late at night. Oh, can never expect anything <laughs> in the music world. And, uh, uh, how how do you? Claire and I are kind of night people, but we do love. Um, to play in places that have music earlier, and even in the daytime suits us. Okay. Do you think, Claire? Yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of nice to play early and, and uh, you know, you know more get like, to talk to people. It's like in rock clubs. They're the late-night ones, and we don't do mm. much of that. Nah. No, where where they want everybody drunk and steaming and, and the band has to be thrown to, <laughs> thrown to them like... You know, to the lines at uh, right. 1am. And, uh, so you're... Yeah, um, don't like that situation. No, no, no. You're, you're touring about at the moment. You're um, promoting Everything Was Funny, the, the new album. So it's just a, right. a, a duo album, isn't it? It's just you and Claire. Me and Claire play everything. It's a very... It's about the fifth album we've done that's been credited to us too. We've always tried and... Uh, felt it important to maintain a band and uh, to do, you know, live work and to do recordings. And we have two really great musicians we play with. But during the long lockdown in Melbourne, a lot of it we couldn't go five kilometres from your own house. So we lived about 40 kilometres into the suburbs. So right. uh, we, we, uh, we just started doing it ourselves, yeah. And, and, but it's not like a, a folk album. Uh, it's got drums, bass, mellotron, uh, guitars, keys. Yeah, I, I love all the different. Stuff. I love all the different instruments, vibes, and everything. Um, listening, yeah. listening to the album, um, it, it's it's what I would call slightly off kilter. Um, would you ag- agree with that? That there's uh, you get some. Uh, what kilter is? You well, you what get some kilter? interesting. You get some interesting sounds. You get some. Interesting, um, you know, different chords and and slight yeah, different like timings and, and yeah. So we like a lot of jazz and Brazilian music, wouldn't you say, Claire? Soundtrack yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah I heard and then uh, there's some odd things like the, um, the the title track. Everything was funny. Is kind of like an Irish song that goes around in circles. Yeah, <laughs> like a real. And yeah, we were, we were sort of experimenting, I think, a little bit with something. Two instrumentals on the album that we both uh, did together. Right. I'm digital Mellotron. I'm a fan of um, like old '60s TV shows, which I imagine you are as well. 
And I, oh, yeah. what 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 it struck me was that on on shows those sort of sixty shows that were always the something like the Avengers or the Champions or or any of yeah, the, or the Village, all, that, yeah. all those sort of shows. Mm-hmm. It was whenever you know the um, the protagonist would 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 drug the hero and and all the you know the everything went a bit bit weird and some of your music yeah, i thought would be perfect soundtrack for those yeah those oh, episodes yeah. so for us that is kilter so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's off kilter we're, we're not oz rock people even though we are we are very oz and we are very rock would you say so? i guess so we are but we are very uh, you know influenced by 60s television especially <laughs> well, me I, well i heard i heard references in one of the songs to hogan's heroes and yeah oh yeah well, that's, and f troop think f troop and shows like that very, That's very. A song called Wilco got no Wilco. It's about being swamped by American culture. Okay. Even though I love her and I, I, I grew up with all that stuff. Well, well that I, was I hear too much American culture, and I'm one. Uh, it's just a little cry of pain. Wilco got no Wilco. <laughs> like America was... has no America coming at it the way we have America coming down on us into our minds. They have no. They have no uh, superpower, cultural superpower, swamping them. So right, right. they got no Wilco. Yankees got no Yankees. But yeah, part of the off-kilter bit might be we started, I wanted to try and start doing it on a four-track cassette recorder. Mm. And we started to do some songs uh, like that. And then, we, then we're mixing them with digital recordings at the same time. And we discovered that tape... Uh, just uh, stretches, and it has all, all this kind of wonkiness. Right, and right. So, uh, and, and digital doesn't have any of that. So we were trying to mix the two together for the sonic qualities, and then, yeah. So uh, no, in no. some ways, it worked out. I love, well. I love some of the sounds. I love some of the sounds you get. It's, it's, it's really, it's a great whole album to sit down and. Thank and you. spend an afternoon too. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, no, no, it's brilliant. Now, the other thing I was going to sort of harp on a bit was, um, of course, you're coming up to play at the Palais Royal uh, here yeah. in Katoomba. Now, from yeah. memory, when you guys you guys started out in Adelaide, and and I've heard yeah. stories, and and I've I've actually sort of read. Um, uh, like 1001 Australian Nights, but a long time ago. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But uh, I know that uh, you, you grew up, you started playing in Adelaide and, and it was all about mm. the um, the stadium there and uh, and seeing bands there. But then when you were in Melbourne, you, you became part of the, the Seaview ballroom scene. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. The, correct me if I'm wrong, is that... Is that also a Palais Hotel, the the Seaview Ballroom, or is that two separate things I'm thinking No, about? that was the George Hotel. Right. On the corner of Grey Street and Fitzroy Street, yeah. Okay. okay. Hmm. But, of course, the Palais is a big thing down in Melbourne as well. Um, I think you're thinking the Palais was on the foreshore. Uh, there's a, a Palais and a Palace. A palais is a really big old uh, theatre yeah. on the foreshore at St Kilda. Yeah. yeah, so it's just around the corner, really, from the Seaview Ballroom. But, yeah, it's different. That's a great big venue that's still there. But mm. the, the, I was also they're thinking kind of... of uh, they kind of glamorous names that were always the dance halls and mm. yeah. probably from the 19th century. And, 
Yeah. The, so it's you know, a, the Roxy, the Palais. The El, El, so uh, so the Palais up Olympia. here is the Palais up here is very much in that ilk. It's got you know, and it's all, all been renovated. Um, you know, uh, mm. a few years ago. Have have you've played up there before? Have you played at the Palais up here before? I'm not sure we've played a really great venue that Charity has booked us into and promoted. She's really wonderful. At yeah, one was a beautiful golden sort of the back room of a chocolate store on the main street. Okay, that's the that par- that's the Paragon. incredible. That's the Paragon, that yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah. And there I, was another one around the corner, but I don't think it was the Palais. No, I, think you, I don't think you, you probably played, played it. Yeah, you probably played at the Metropole as well, which is down the road a little bit yeah. around, on a corner. Yeah. Okay, so well, I think and you're going to be coming to play with uh, Claire's set of vibes and keyboards and uh, iPad Mellotron. Right, right. Yes, right. we've got it all in the van. <laughs> I'm playing a, a couple of electric guitars, and uh, we're both singing and. Uh, Sort of representing music from uh, uh, different parts of their career, but a lot from this album too. And, and right. some yeah. Other yeah. So, so people are going to yeah, hear. We've been some, having a great time playing some of the really some of the classic playing. stuff from you know back at Sexy and Soft, I suppose. And do you go back that far? I cannot divulge what our <laughs> program will be. Oh dear! Um, at some point, usually ask people it's... what they would like to hear. Oh, and, that's uh, a, that's a that's a great we, idea. Yeah. In a like a reverse Australian Idol thing, we judge their request <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and decide if you come forth with yeah. decide if you're going to leave or not. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I think you're going to enjoy the venue. It's a big ballroom. It used to, like, originally, like, back in the 1800s, it was, like, two big cottages, which they then joined together, and then they built on top of it. Uh, it was a convent. Oh, wow. It was a convent. and oh, right. Uh, and then it was, a um, like, a, a Bible college. So yeah. um, St. Mary's, uh, Mount St. Mary's College for Young Ladies. Really, I assumed it would have been a sanatorium. You know how back in the you know 100, 120 years ago they had a lot of those up there, didn't they? Places, health sort of spa type. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no. There was a, yeah, there's a lot of that up here, but no, the um, the the uh, the the uh, the Palais. It was, it was originally yeah. Mm. Before, it was Mount St Mary's College. Before that, I think it was called. Um, I, well, it was a, a convent, so it was, um, you know, it was, mm. uh, yeah, it was a college for, mm. for young girls to learn their, do their Bible You're studies. You're freaking us out now. <laughs> <laughs> Claire, went, Claire was tortured by nuns, and I was yeah, beaten no, by brothers. Oh dear! Like, so it might be the <laughs> might be the wrong memories. Well, no, then in the like, you know, the early 1900s, it was bought by a lovely couple, Mr. and Mrs. Marsh. And uh, okay. she 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 totally renovated the whole thing. It was all the you know all French design and big so big staircases. She to take out all the Catholicism. Great. Yes, Thank that's you. it. That was the idea. Turn it into a into accommodation <laughs> and and place for right. entertainment for normal people. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So um so we'll just do the details of the shows, guys. So the the late show is sold out, so you won't be able to get into the uh, seven pm show. But I think the uh, the early show starts. I mean, you pile in about three thirty. You guys start about four thirty. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. is it just one set, or is it like two sets to for the for each show? I'm not sure. It might be. 
might be two short sets or a one-on-one. One. I'm not sure. We'll wait to see what um, what what how the timing goes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Th- thanks for coming yeah. on, guys, and um, enjoy oh, the rest. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time. Enjoy the rest of the trip. Um, now I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, I should ask you what song you'd like me to play, though I was thinking because I was intending to talk about the ballroom that maybe maybe we do the ballroom blitz. Um, but if you have a, yeah. another song that you you think uh, you think people no, would want to hear, fine. this is this is one of the songs that we started off doing with a four-track cassette recorder, and it's got these strange qualities to it, and uh, it's just sort of uh, I also experimented with some open tunings on the guitar and um, songs on this uh, different different uh, tunings and um, I, I thought I, I wanted to write a song how that used to be like Land of a Thousand Dances that sort of thing where you, you have all the dances people did and but this is a, I wanted to do a song about looking a band looking out at the audience and seeing all the different dances right. they're seeing people attempt um, in, the, in the ballroom, it's not specifically the CV ballroom or anything. It, it's about really stoned or drunk people right. trying to dance, and all the different ones that they're trying. So it, it's sort of uh, one's called the Leaning Tower, and uh, the one's called the Static Statue, and another one is, is well, that, um, the Static the Statue might be. Gone. The, the static statue might be something they can do on the weekend with the restrictions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, right. yeah, that's it. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. Okay. And, uh, okay. Thank you. Thank you to Claire and Dave, and we'll, um, we'll go out with the ballroom blitzed. Okay. Thank you. See ya. Thanks, guys. Thanks a thank lot. Thank you. I've been in the ballrooms. All my life I seen some things I seen some things I need to tell ya The crazy lights Shadows on the wall When people get bombed to dance I seen them all Slow dancing Oh 
Big Boys, setting up your Friday night and your weekend with local Australian hip-hop and electronica. Love advice, movie reviews and live interviews. Your host, Little Dre, The Professor, DJ Chrisoff and Buster Chai will keep you real and sucker-free. That's Friday night, 8pm to 10pm on Radio Blue Mountains 89.1 on the FM dial or streaming live via rbm.org.au. I live in Mount Vic and I love listening to Radio Blue Mountains 89.1 FM. I'm Megan Lee. And I'm Ben Thomas. And we're from Green Mountain. And you're listening to Radio Blue Mountains, supporting local Blue Mountains music. Should we do that again? <laughs> <laughs> the air got the best of me keep my feet on the ground your anchor in the rest of me 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 i'm teddy georgina ron and i'm robin we, we all, all love listening, listening to 89.1 fm radio blue mountains Singing in the dead of night Take these broken wings and learn to fly All your life Hi, I'm Steve And I'm Tina 
And we are Argentus. We're listening to Radio Blue Mountains, 89.1 FM. Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Hi, I'm Ian from Katoomba Music. And in these times, I'd recommend that you listen to the local radio station, Radio Blue Mountains, 89.1 FM. Local is becoming a lot more important and reliable, and we've got to encourage these great people who sort of volunteer and, and keep this thing going. Thanks, Ian. And the phone number for Katoomba Music? 4782 Hi, we're back. You're on Blue Mountains Live here on Radio Blue Mountains, 89.1 FM. Uh, last week we had a bit of a chat to Charity Miro from Fusion Boutique and we had a chat to Chris Cannell. This week we're going to have a chat to Meg Benson, who does a, a show here on Radio Blue Mountains. She does Earthly Delights on a Monday. But she also runs her music company, Music Hunter, which uh, where she organises live events up here in the Blue Mountains, up here in... Katoomba and also I think she also does the hub down in Springwood uh, and, and so we're going to talk to Meg about uh, what's coming up for her on Saturday and beyond. Hi Meg. Hi Brad. Um, so uh, you've got a show this this Saturday we'll uh, we'll talk about that first. Okay yeah so this Saturday there is a quartet um, a young group of guys only 25 years old and they've played together already for 10 years since they met uh in high school and started playing music together they did do their studies together um in music and um they've already clocked up an international tour um just before uh you know things started to close down close down with covid and uh the the group's called delay 45 right and they've just released their first album uh, sorry their second album oh, okay and the album is called flux and yeah i guess it's um you know they've got quite a mature approach to their music they are jazz based um and uh obviously I, everything i do isn't jazz but you know um periodically i have a a, a series of jazz um but uh, it's, it's the rest of the program's about to get back to the sort of diversity that, that is more true to w what I do. Um, but yeah, um, with, with their, their jazz, uh, they've got a real kind of physical, uh, philosophical approach to enjoying that relationship in the music, as is quite often the case with improvised music. If, you think about people like the necks and stuff like that when you look at how they describe their music um with the long form improvised um jazz where you know someone will um like the next start a show and they literally don't stop playing half the time until the very end or they might just do a super long piece and then pause and then start another super long piece and um it, they i've seen the description spiritual jazz which kind of interested me um these guys you know um don't use that terminology but i guess um with a name like flux and what the ethos is of this whole new album is really just about celebrating the synergy they have between each other and um being in the moment and 
really listening and being ready for the evolution that the music takes. Even when you've got a framework which is, you know, common when you're thinking about a composition, it always comes out slightly different every single time it's played, I guess, when people are alert to, um, you know, the ethos behind improvisation. So the, the, I mean, there was a, quite a bit of a write-up in the newspaper in the in the Herald about them, um, and and I mean that's a fairly bold claim. Is a it's a bold new chapter in Australian jazz. So, oh yes, that was a Sydney Morning um, Herald quote um, a while back. Yes. So um, so who wrote that article? Was that our friend wrote that article? I think that was. Um, John Shand from the Sydney Morning Herald who wrote that in relation uh, to them. It wasn't specific to the new album. That was in regards to having seen them live. Right. They did get, um, they have had a four and a half star review of their latest album. Uh, and uh, I can't remember who did that right now, but I could probably look it up um, for you while we're chatting, if you like. Um and um well it's not necessary i mean I'm, I'm getting the impression that they've that they've made quite an impression and, and yeah the idea of them being sort of um entertaining but also being a thinking man's jazz um seems to come across that they actually you know spend a bit of time on the thought process for, uh, for yeah. what they do yeah yeah and so they're doing an east east Coast tour, which obviously has been rescheduled, you know, more than once, um, yep. uh, including at my venue. Uh, like everyone else, um, they're not special or singled out. It's the way of the way of things at the moment. Um, so sorry, have the shows up here been postponed previously? Is that oh yeah, I had them in last year, and obviously it couldn't happen due to lockdowns and stuff like that. Um, like lots of other people, so. Yeah, some some bands um, simply weren't available with the dates I had left to offer, you know, for for the next year. And um, I think it's quite a difficult time for bands trying to get into venues because the backlog from everything over the last two years is, um, you know, takes up a lot of space before even the new projects and emerge all the music that's the new music that's been created during lockdown because it's been an incredibly creative time for people who have used it creatively. Um, so there's a lot of new music wanting to find its way to um, fresh ears. But, yeah, um, I know musicians can find it um, tricky. And then on top of that, there's still quite a fair bit of COVID caution around um from what I understand, um, you mentioned the Blue Mountains Theatre. I'm not their um, primary booker. I just occasionally um, partner with them. Yep. Um, Yvonne Helmers is their programmer there who does a great job of ensuring their um, program is quite diverse. But, of course, anyone can hire it and buy the theatre out, so she doesn't program everything. Um, if someone pays for it, they can... They can they no, can, sure. Is that how it worked with you or did she actually approach you? Um, we, um, there's different things. Like if you've got a track record as a promoter, yep. then, um, you generally work out. And if they have confidence, um, in terms of, in, um, not just in, um, you, but in that being, um, something that's going to fit within their program, not in any snobby way, 
but in an inclusive way that means they feel that they've covered the demographics of the range of things that the community will be interested in in a year. So they, for example, they wouldn't put, you know, two amazing flamenco acts on in one year. There's so much, right. or it's within six months anyway, but generally not within a year because there's only so many gigs they get a say of what they're going to take a punt on sure. outside the ones that are actually... Um, and what's what what's their restriction regime like? How how theatres can be a hundred percent booked. Um, the oh, okay. um to squat once you're seated. Yeah. Once you're seated in a theatre, you um, you so, know, you're not really mingling across everywhere. No, understood. In so area, they can they can fill the theatre. They don't have to skip a seat. Um, currently they used to have um restrictions. Yeah. Uh, but they ha still have to follow COVID safe things in the foyer because it's when people are standing um, and that level of stuff is where the spread can be much greater. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, someone was telling me that was that, um, same with cinemas, is that because people usually sit and don't talk during a performance, they're fine. But as soon as they get out into the foyer and all start talking to each other, that's when uh, they've, they've got to come down hard on keeping them reasonably separated. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so interesting that you mentioned, yeah, that um, the Blue Mountains Theatre. So I've got a couple of things on there okay. this year. One... Oh, just, just just before you get that off, I, I just want to ask with um, Delay 45, that's a four-piece, yeah? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, so is that is that, do you consider that a big show for you? Is that like, do you oh, normally that's... have like duos? Oh, well, like specific, everything I do is kind of specific to context. Like music sure. kind of is not really a cookie cutter, but a um, tailor-made lady. Um, so basically what, because of COVID and because of smaller restrictions and because my ethos is to create um, positive impact into musicians' income, I would generally invite duos partly not as much solos solos are good obviously for their good income but um i sort of feel like people playing with each other even for musicians after all the isolation is more therapeutic for them to have someone to play with and just you know on their own when everyone had so much lockdown um everyone's kind of craving relationship but um duos and trios were what i and and solos sprinkling of solos was what i had in mind yeah um okay so and, now when, when would that, well, that, it, that show well just about the quartet it's just because i've had i had four quartets um booked in yeah um and that's because the musicians themselves said you know we don't mind about the money it's just we really want an opportunity to play together and okay. you know so yeah so just that's how that kind of happened great Okay, now uh, that's so that's Saturday night. That's two oh, two till four thirty. So Saturday afternoon, of course. Yeah, that's why we're talking. We're talking afternoon delights. We must remember. Um, so yeah, two till four thirty. And uh, okay, so you you want to uh, talk about what's coming up? Yeah. So yeah, that's on this Saturday the nineteenth. Um, delay forty five. Avalon doors open two for two thirty start. It goes for. 
um, two hours and there's an intermission. Um, so there's plenty of time for a little bit of a social catch up. So then um, on the 5th of March, normally it's like once a month, um, the the program at the moment. Originally, as I, when I set it up as a rescue pa package for um, a rescue initiative for musicians and audiences, um, I did it every week and we had 45 shows in um, between lockdown one and lockdown two right. uh, and a lot of musicians had work. But um, yeah, now it's monthly.
Hi, I'm Ian from Katoomba Music, just reminding everyone that we are open and we've got lots of things for the people doing home recording or Zoom recordings, like video gear, interfaces, USB microphones, as well as lots of instruments to constructively spend your time at home, as well as building that veggie patch. And what station do you listen to, Ian? It's always Radio Blue Mountains, 89.1 FM. So my 5th of the March, 5th of March one, I've just uh, chatted with the Musos. Um, that one was an art project, kind of art music project with award nominated Keena Wilkins, whose music crosses several genres between jazz, classical, contemporary, and um, I guess art music is a category um, that she was nominated for. She does really fascinating um collaborations and she was collaborating with Jalal Mahamidi who's um was released as a and recognized as a, a genuine refugee but after nine years imprisonment before he got his first trial to be recognized and released nine years can you imagine when we complain about a little bit of lockdown compared to that anyway so he's an incredible poet and I've I've talked with him and um and she, um, through obviously the natural understanding uh, of compassionate nature of this project, ended up collaborating with 19 high-profile Sydney musicians that really wanted to be a part of this project of um, setting music to his incredible poetry. So right, that was right. uh, coming well, up. Did I read somewhere where they, when they were working to each other, he was in prison and yeah. she was, she, they were doing it by, via Zoom? Exactly, yes. Yeah. So yeah. It's all, um, the whole album was recorded via Zoom or FaceTime. And, That's amazing, um, isn't it? Yeah, and um, so the album's called Set Me Free and people can look that up straight away. Keena Wilkins, Jalal Mahamidi. He's also an illustrator and uh, Keena um, hooked him up with um, a publishing company in Brisbane and his book of illustrations from his experience of just literally trying to stay sane uh, 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 when you're in that situation of just feeling like you've got no hope, you know. Can you imagine nine years? I, yeah, it I is imagine. Yeah. Um, however, he was in incredibly sensitive and insightful. I had two FaceTime calls with him myself while he was in detention um, and I also wrote a support letter on Music Hunter Letterhead and within a couple of um, weeks he was set free my letter was just one of many but it was nice for me that um oh no of course be, be a part of that and yeah then, and then be able to present him at a show that, that, yeah that so i had great. a book before he was set free as soon as i heard about it and interviewed her on my radio show on mondays 5 7 p.m um i interviewed keena and i've got a podcast which i believe is up on the radio blue mountains website um and um it's on my website um too but i've just shifted them down to november so you've got to scroll down to november it's obviously right. date sensitive but um well we'll check yeah. that we'll put a couple of links up if people want to i'll also put a link on blue mountains live and we'll, uh, we'll make sure people can get to it yeah it was just wonderful so they did do a sydney launch and they had speakers and stuff there at lazy bones and it was um sold out uh and um so um, but we've just decided to put it off a bit and Jalal's doing a bit of settling in um, to 
you know, the land of the free and he's kind of up in Brizzy and, um, yeah, we just thought it would be better to put it off a bit. Right. Um, because at the time I thought we would just be going to have his pre-recorded voice and maybe get him on FaceTime to say good day to everyone or on the laptop type thing, you know, there just to feel like he's part of it, um, which was any, anything to also give him back some vibes, you know. Yep. Um, but yeah, he's um, in a settling in process. So yeah, so that that's the March one. In April, I've got the fabulous Melanie Oxley and Chris Abrahams back for a second time. They loved the Afternoon Delights series space. In fact, every performer that performs there in that space comments on the resonance of the room and the particular unique loveliness of the audiences that come to the music country well, you, you've, you've done a great job with the space and we were talking at the um the uh rbm barbecue on the weekend about how um the the fact that you're downstairs and people are could actually come straight in off the street rather than having to go up the stairs up to uh, up to the restaurant not that there's yeah. anything wrong with going to the restaurant Shout oh out no, to, uh, restaurants great, but obviously, yeah, you might have been talking with um, people where accessibility are a big deal because um, you know, obviously, if you're in a wheelchair in a heritage building, as lovely as um, the Avalon people are, um, they would need a massive grant to be able to deal with the heritage building and figure no, out put space. Yeah, for you're not going to just shove in a a, a big elevator without. Uh... A lot of uh, lot of hoo-ha, so yeah, it's totally your heritage that place. That's um, right. So, and there are options downstairs. So yeah, we've um, do welcome people with accessibility. We're happy to be emailed so that we can get an, uh, the um, reserve appropriate spots. And yeah. um, also it, it's nice to see the the, uh, the the approach to the way you've decorated and everything fits in with what. Dylan and David have done upstairs or what they inherited from the previous. So it's good well, to see that it's all um, being kept. Actually, um, David, um, Dylan is actually a bit of a sort of designer himself. Yeah. Um, and well, they, I, have, I have actually talked to Dylan on, on the show before. So yeah. and when because we found out that we both worked at the ABC and we, you know, because as soon as I walked into the restaurant up there, you know, I I felt like I was back in the ABC prop store, which is oh wow, gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the Avalon itself had has always, um, even prior to them, had that um, quirky, eclectic um, mix of vintage and retro things um, with the prior owners um, that it's been around for you know thirty years, um, and these guys have been. Um, really embracing of that history of keeping that and also, you know, evolving the space into more of a music appreciation space. Um, however, um, yeah, I mean, I can't claim all the... Uh, there are some things downstairs that uh, that I contributed, a bit of sculpture. I brought the light, the uh, stage lights that they and set them up with the, uh, the you know, the mixes and, and some velvets. They already had some too, but, um, you know, so we kind of, um, uh, but, uh, but certainly, um, you know, uh, it's a lot is what they do with their own quirky stuff as well and their own talent. But it's just, um, they're lovely people to interact with and, and deal with. And, you know, it, 
um, people might wonder, you know, why it costs a little bit more than some of the venues where people either get music for free or quite cheaply. But the the Afternoon Delight series is on between lunch and dinner. So it's not their primary time to make a lot of um, money on the food and the drinks to yeah, yeah, take the stuff. But it also means that um, it is a very unique listening experience um, because okay, whilst some of the um, the pleasures of food and drink are available um, and there's a lovely menu of um, boutique wines and, um, you know, local beers and stuff, uh, local wines, and um, delicious tasting plates and sweet and savoury, um, hot and cold drinks, cocktails and everything, that's all there. However, um, you know, you, you get that stuff generally in the first half an hour and then you watch the show. Uh, if you want the Helen who works there is attentive, like, you know, if you kind of um, look at her during the show, she'll just come over and whisper and get you something else. So you can do that. But generally people order. So then there's like a 25-minute intermission and once again plenty of chance to have a good catch-up with friends and then be ready again for, for being immersed into that. No, watch. sure. And uh, you've always said that. You always said it's more of a concert than than background music to to drinks and food so yeah yeah, yeah. So, and so i think i, I think i like that i used to like the way that you you could go to to the avalon and and there'd be a performance in the cocktail bar where it was more about the performance than than being background to your dinner so it's, yeah. it's even more so for for afternoon delights i imagine anyway restaurant venue it's a bit confusing for people um if that would be the case because obviously people would um it's quite natural to have experiences where the music is background and i'm not dissing that um particularly instrumental and stuff like that um because generally you know over food it's a very it's an important time to commune and connect with with people um but yeah i do think it's really great that little slot between lunch and dinner and i actually really love once i've really enjoyed the show and it's all over and this i feel like the night is young that i've still got so much time to enjoy or yeah. catch up with people afterwards I, I, I have seen people get confused when they're up there and someone like the hot club is up there and they're you know pretty full full on with the Django and, you know, people are wondering whether they can actually even stop to take a bite, you know, because because the show is so full on. So Yeah. Well some things are advertised like that, you know, dinner and show. I think, you know, the supper club they have up there is designed as um you know, um just being a bit looser the musicians mm, not mm. expecting full Another attention. Great option, yeah. Um, okay, so well, do, tell us, Meg, what's uh, times marching? Yep. Tell us what's on in April. You said something yeah, is on in April, April, and I I didn't yeah. notice an April date on your Facebook page. So, oh yeah, it should be there. Um, but yeah, maybe I haven't put it up there yet. Thanks for alerting me. If that's yeah, the case, get that up there. The, um, the website. So if you go to the website, there's oh, actually no, on my Facebook page on my banner picture, I actually updated so it's actually got a gig guide. I noticed that, but I noticed it's not all for the Avalon. So, oh yeah, but it's it does just like Music Hunter, isn't it? So there are the oh, the, it tells you where it is. The Blue Mountains Theatre gigs are there as well, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. what have we got? April. I'm having a look. Oh, April. Sorry, is the Melanie Oxley one? Okay, great. Yeah. Well, you've told and us about and that. Chris Abrahams, of course. Yeah, brilliant. Okay. So. And then 
Um, May is a blues soul with, you know, hints of jazz. Daryl Aberhart Quartet, that guy's got lungs and he can sing like crazy um, and he can belt it out just like you want to hear the blues, you know. And he play. it's a quartet, obviously, um, and um, he's got an amazing band. He plays with various people. One of our locals, um, I think Brett Hurst is coming in on that one. Um, the lineup swapped with somebody recently. Um, yeah, so Nick Sassir on the drums. He's um, he plays with all the all the most amazing people. Um, and Brett Hurst, who's a local bass player. I mean, you know, you see Brett with you know Katie Katie Noonan. You see him with um, Lior, and you know Brett gets picked up by by um, some great musicians. Uh, Peter Koopman is a guitarist and um yeah so he's in that and then um yeah so Daryl Eberhardt who's a songwriter and he loves jazz blues and soul and uh, mm. he's celebrating the release of a couple of albums by now okay. um, yeah one's called shake these blues away and um you know don't we all need that <laughs> I had uh, I was talking to um, when I was talking to Dave Graney and Claire Moore yesterday. She was saying normally she doesn't like the blues, even more so during COVID. So. Oh, fair, fair enough. Well, I'm quite ready to shake them away. So yeah, yeah. The guys got. Um, so just, got she was just of avoiding every opportunity to be depressed. I think so. Yeah, yeah. to not fall into the um, the most. Um, the swamp of sadness as seen in the never-ending yep. story. Okay, yeah. so at that point, I'm going to say um, go to the Music Hunter Facebook page or to the website to website. find out, to find out yeah. what's uh, what's coming up after that. We won't go through the full year just now, but if oh, if, yeah. if you go to that the listing that Meg was talking about, it goes right up to October, so there's a whole pile of stuff coming up, and you can, yeah. you can find out about what's coming up. I mean, it, you know... Keep uh, keep your fingers crossed for all of it. So and yeah, uh, I can say in short, I've got some folk coming up too mid year in June and July. Um, folk duos. Do I saw that We Mavericks were playing, and I've seen them. So yep, and yeah, and the Miranda Sisters as oh, okay. well. Great. The fourth, um, and uh, I after I do have um, Ben Daly trio. That's um, Gary Daly's son. All right. Okay. So Ben's not the one that plays in the bluegrass in the Morrisons. Right. Right. Uh, Yeah. And I'm also recruited to be part of the Live at Village Festival at the Blue Mountains Theatre. Yeah. So that was uh, that we we were sort of uh, in the consortium with uh, with BM Ken and our festival out at the Fairmont. With the Live at the Village was was part of that as well. But uh, that sort of got held off last year. So. Hopefully it's all happening this year. Yeah. Uh, I can say I um, had a lovely weekend last weekend. I help um, people have house concerts at their own place. So last weekend um, we did one with Miriam Lieberman at a friend's place in Katoomba for her friends. Was that the one that uh, I met Alex was? Yeah, Alex, yep. Um, yep, the man of the house and his him and his um, wife or partner, whatever they whatever they describe it as. <laughs> so, so Mary Lieberman was playing. That's, that's great. Yeah, and then she stayed here, so I got to um, enjoy her little bubs. Her, her, little her and her, her babies, yes. She's got two, yeah, her little one fella. Yes, yes, I looked yes. after in the baby pouch in the first set. Oh, okay. 
And so when I've had her up here in the past at live public gigs, I've also, uh, her older boy, Lior, um, fell asleep in my arms. So I did not have the luxury of the baby pouch and he was a bit older than this one and yeah. I held him rocking him. Oh, he was, he was, I remember him from when we did Art of Lunch. He was gorgeous. That's right. Yeah, so beautiful. So, yeah, two, two gorgeous bubs. And I really, um, you know, shout out to the audiences to think, you know, if you feel like staying in your own friendship bubble and, and doing stuff at home, there's nothing stopping you from, um, you know, you can contact me and ask me if I can help you organise a little concert at home for your own for your own crew. And um, Get a bit of gear from, uh, from Tulo and, yeah. uh, and, and do it, definitely. Yeah, and, you know, for me, I'm, I'm happy for something like that to give a bit more joy to musicians and audiences where I don't have to actually promote it. You've got to promote with your own people, but I help you teach you how to do it. I'm happy just with a donation like, like 75 bucks for me and I'll just help you do it and then we sort out how to pay the musicians. Um, I didn't actually take anything on this one because I really wanted them to get um, decent money and I enjoyed it. And I mean, of course, I always enjoy it. But, you know, the, the point is that it's a pretty easy way to give people work and um, there's no grief of promotion involved, you know, so it's quite good. And when I have house concerts myself at home, they sell straight away because people don't feel promoted to. Um, they're invited into a circle at home and it, they feel more personally connected and it's you get to meet the musician really well and, you know, it's just a really special experience. It, it, it always is and uh, folks, don't, don't chintz on the money, please. You know, help the, the musos out. With Meg and I have always always worked on the, on the idea that the musos should always get paid so, um, and, and so should Meg. Make sure oh, you get yeah. paid as well. So don't, she'll say, oh, no, I'll help out. But, yeah, just remember it. So people people put in a lot of effort to, uh, to try and accommodate um, the, the current situation. So, um, you know, donations are always a good idea. Now, um, we might just finish off by having a little quick talk about Music Hunter. Um, yes. So uh, how, how many years now is it, Meg? Oh, 12 years now, buddy. Now, there you go. See, people don't realise how long you've been doing it. That's a, that's yeah. a mammoth effort. You, did, you, did you have a 10-year concert? You should have. Uh, that would have been probably just as COVID was that, coming. That's right. So that's probably um, something maybe to think about, have a, um, yeah. have, a, have a coming out of COVID concert but to celebrate oh. how long you've been doing it. Yes. Um, and yes. Now, now, in the car the other day, we, we had quite a long conversation about your logo. Um, you went for many years sort of fiddling about with, with logos for the company, but I'm really impressed by the logo that you've now got, thanks to Mark Alston from Design Heroes. Yeah. So I thought I might get you to just talk a little bit about the logo and how it came about. Yeah, happy to, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, as it, my first one was like a stamp on it that I had for a few years. It would look like coming back from musical safari from Africa or something, like a Jumanji stamp, <laughs> you know, and it was kind of like well, that. Well, that's a good like, look. I like the, the Jumanji graphics for the, yeah, for the series. Yeah, I so. mean, something like that, you know, Music Hunter. Uh, however, um, yeah, I mean, it. I... Well, I, I remember talking to you about it and you, you were thinking about the bow and the arrow and things like that. So it was all still around that targeting um, targeting the music. But I really liked that you've when you finally fell on to actually making it a target and then all the different elements in there. I thought that was, that was very clever. And you said that yeah. was 
sort of a well, c- collaboration between you and Mark. Yeah, well, I was really um, thrilled that you said you saw the target. The, my relationship with Mark, um, you can um, you would find if you asked him in terms of this is um, I conceptually um, I was able to step by step with his patients in tuning into me, but I was literally, he was able to follow me. I was literally able to um, imagine and um, request each element of it. So in terms of it, it's like um, conceptually, I've um, come up with each of the elements and he's the one that had to bring it to life, if you get what I'm saying. And sometimes- A lot of the time that's that's how it works is the, the graphic artist will think graphically about the 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 overall effect of the of the thing, whereas yeah. you know um, the client will always you know well I want this in it and I want that in it, and the yeah. the trick is always the balance of being able to get in what people want, but still yeah. have something that appeals as a graphic element. You know, well, for example, um, so yeah, I wanted the circles because when I first said um, tribal like as in like a community or a pack, you know. So, but I said, you know, tribal to an extent, but I don't want the gimmicky side of it. And initially there was some stuff that looked a little bit kind of um, like Native American or something. I was like, no, it's not as authentic. I'm Australian, you know. Um, But I'm like, okay, essentially it's got to demonstrate my two audiences. So when you look at it, there's people and people can see the graphic of the... um, um, animated logo on my website right now if you're listening musichunter.com.au there's a graphic there on my youtube clip of the animated logo so you've got the um the the sitting audience who you've got the profile of their heads but literally it just looks like flower petals up from a distance or something you know but as you look you go oh that's actually you know various um heads and shapes of hair and hats and and people's shoulders because i've got a listening audience who literally will only come out to stuff with a pristine listening environment and they want to be in the loop and they want to feel the back of their hairs stand up on the neck um on the back of the neck and um and then i've got the um the dances around that um and i did actually have an image of the dances from another poster and just said as a as a as a kind of idea and asked him if he could mix it up with musicians into that because yeah. in music kind of the um, audiences and the musicians are not separate. It's you're not separated by this, like, Oh, they're celebrities and you'll never get to talk to them. Um, everything in music hunter is about, you know, community and connection and the musicians and the audiences are kind of connected in the picture. Yeah. And You've done quite well to get, because the, the, the silhouettes look quite contemporary. As you say, you know, some of them got got great hair and things like that, but they still look contemporary. I First time I saw it, I thought of, um, you know, Lenny Kravitz's clip in the in the dome, the one for yeah. Come My Way, you know, that's I thought of people like that, you know. Nice, nice. And you can make out some of the instruments there. I also wanted to have a bit of a personal touch in the middle um, and, you know, um, Mark was like, oh, maybe a thumbprint or fingerprint. And, you know, we tried that and that looked maybe a bit too prescriptive. But it just looks like a dot painting. And I said, you know, that's getting back to the grassroots. That's a bit like, um, 
you know, a dot painting. That's the kind of Australian tribal yeah. or the it's you a know. nice it's a nice abstract spot. So yeah. And it's not perfect. Yeah. It's not well, perfect. That's it. That's I'm it. not perfect, you know. But <laughs> um and um and yeah. you know, so it's really um it's about a human organic approach to something and as I was saying before, it's not I've never done a cookie cutter um, approach everything as a different um, approach according to the context to the audience is where it is yeah. um, and what I'm actually presenting and then um, I've got the heartbeat which um, well, I, was, I was just about to say that uh, yeah I, I was going to ask was it an actual heartbeat now of course um, we would ask is it is it Meg's heartbeat or is it just a, a grabbed shape from somewhere I asked um, Mark to find a heartbeat off um, something, you know, like just a, a normal kind of heart monitor or something. Right. Um, and uh, like in the design, oh. it's quite... We, we shouldn't say that. We should say that uh, that you tripped up to Katuba Hospital and got someone to record your actual yeah. heartbeat. Well, it's not really <laughs> just about my heart in the music, but it's oh, about... Okay resuscitation um if you think of the resuscitation music kind of has always been about resuscitating the music scene kick-starting the vibe but it's also not just the scene but the um sense of connection and hopefulness and optimism in the community sure. so it's a pathway for um people's um thirst for living right and right. Okay. Um, and it happens and it is um, evidence-based that music provide music going to music events live events as opposed to um, recorded music listening at home and stuff um, brings so much benefit that there was a um, study that said it even beats um, it's even above dog walking and going to yoga um, and things around the health factor and so much when they've um, and, a, and then a different study, so much about the, the people that made it to long life in different countries, they actually figured out so much of it is social elements in terms of the protective factors and um, the well-being for yeah, a healthy long what life. A, what a great connection. Now, of course, yeah. the, the last thing I'm going to ask is about this, the uh, audio file around the outside. Is that, yeah. is that is if I cut that, straightened it out, and paste it into an audio program. <laughs> is it actually a <laughs> a mean a piece? Oh, of... that's so funny. That'd be so cool if I pitched like <laughs> did that. And that's yeah. When it it'd be good if it um literally had some really cool message in it or something like that. Um, but yeah, like how people said with heavy metal music back in the day, if you turned it back, it sounded yeah. like um that's really cool, Brad. Sorry, didn't think of that, and just really wanted to have uh, the sound file. Once again, we won't tell anybody. We'll just say yeah. that it's actually. Uh, a recording of Meg saying, come to, come to Music Hunter or something like that. It's the Music Hunter theme song that, um, yeah. that no one knows what it is yet. However, when you um, press on it, um, I wonder if you can hear if I turn it on now. Um, can you hear this? Ooh. Hang on, it's just about to come on. Well, yeah, let's say that's what it is. <laughs> I'd, just, I'd just be amused to see how many people actually try and do that, actually try and cut it out and straighten it up and try and play it through a um, uh, through, <laughs> through audition like or... Bigger, or, um, bigger yeah. fish to fry. But, yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's really, um, 
yeah, it's that's got clapping and rhythm based to the music. It's also got the sound of the heartbeat in it. Oh, good. Um, and um, and then sometimes at the end of a video clip, if I'm showing something or promoting something, I've done that, and then I've just added the sound of um, from from that part of the logo to um, audiences clapping with my website coming right. up. And did you who's who's put that? audio together is that you or is that someone else uh, uh mark found that i wanted something with the heartbeat sound in it and we were talking about oh, okay. i wanted something with rhythm in it possibly um it could have been actual drums he right. found that and he got something just spot on that he could get like from a free source that um worked there so um what what i found was really wonderful about working with mark was not that um he kind of knew that he said he's never worked with anyone who's had so many ideas and he wasn't saying it <laughs> he wasn't saying it in an insulting way but i'm pretty sure that um willem hendrickson would probably like be up there with me in terms of oh no um, of course i mean that's also an ideas um magician um but certainly um the amount of ideas and things that I wanted to pull through because I wanted a ripple effect as well, that Music Hunter's making a ripple effect in the scene. Right. And so all those circles is having that effect as well. And then I've got the two instruments on either side, one's like um, the trombone and one's the, um, the Mongolian horsehead fiddle. And that's just to kind of confuse people in a way to go, ah, there's diversity there. It's not even one genre. Right. You know what I mean? Brilliant. Like, so, so, because um, because music hunt has always been about adventurous listening and opening your mind rather than getting stuck. Well, that's that's the perfect note to end on, Meg. Now, thank you very much for for coming on today and uh, give us a bit of an insight into the background. Um, <laughs> um, so let's uh, let's push the show again on the weekend. So it's uh, delay forty five. Yeah. And that's at. Uh, the downstairs at the Avalon Theatre, and that's uh, from two till four thirty. That's it. Turn up at two o'clock, and they can get uh, tickets from musichunter.com.au. And um, now we should um, we should play some music, some delay forty five to go out. Can have you got a, a a track that you you're aware of that we can play? Um, there's some stuff on Spotify, so if you um want to. Um, there's, I, I didn't get one out, so I thought you were just going to choose. No, something. no, that's fine. I can, I, and we'll play something from Flux. So, um, so if something you want experimental, I guess. Um, we'll give, but... give us something that's experimental, but not eight minutes long. So there's a few tracks that are about th yeah. three or four minutes long. So we could play Hubris, or we could play um, Im Impermanence, or there's a there's an interlude. There's a couple of interludes that are quite short. Yeah, oh, I'm just going to let you choose. And right. we'll do yeah, that. I think it's the thing to. to I know did actually listen to Hindsight and I didn't actually mind that. So maybe yeah. I'll, that's the first track on the album. So I might play well, that. What I wanted to say about this sort of music is um, it's something that is particularly interesting when you experience it live. Um, I think um, experiencing 
you, you can sort of feel the synergy and the connection between musicians and the journey that you're going on is somewhat of a soundscape at times when it comes to improvised music. And um, it's very different to, um, you know, the sort of music that you'll put on when you want to do your vacuuming or cooking dinner, <laughs> you know, or um, and, and just to um, perhaps, you know, give, give it a go, dip your toe in and see what it's like to go on that journey and, and if it's a totally new and, thrilling experience yeah. well it is a it's a bit of a theme for tonight's show is is slightly different styles of music because we we have been talking to dave graney we did play um a track from his and claire's uh new album and his the the term i used with dave was uh that his music is a little bit on the album is a little bit off kilter um, he wanted to turn that around and say, no, no, my music's on kilter and everybody else's off kilter. So, yes. um, but he, they, you know, he, they play a lot of varied instruments and uh, different timings and they use discords and things. So, yeah, yeah. And so, literally um, it is about expression and language. How many languages are there on the planet? How many, you know, forms of music are there on the planet? And, um, and that's just uh, get our listening um um, spectrum of listening a little bit more um, open and um, that's it we just have to be open to the the, the different types and um, of course we have to get out and listen to it live so um, more live music guys go out and the more you go out and uh, and just follow the restrictions and do what you're told um, but get out there and experience it and uh, yeah. and I think the better off we'll all be so and it'll uh, help help uh, get rid of the the, the the blue moments that we were talking about yeah all right meg I'm gonna well move. brad and um and also brad thanks for everything that you do for live music in the blue mountains and your contribution to radio blue mountains not a not a problem thank you for uh, earthly delights we listen every week of course <laughs> In, okay, in our thanks. household so uh, yeah all right thank you meg and uh we'll go uh we'll we'll go to delay 45 and hindsight who are playing at afternoon delights on saturday in, in the afternoon thanks meg hey bye brad bye
We support Radio Blue Mountains. We think it's the greatest station. We hope you all do too. And who are you? I'm Jillian Taylor-Reynolds from Sideshow Annie. And I'm Elliot from Sideshow Annie. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Radio Blue Mountains rocks. (laughs) (laughs) I've got no love. I've got no one left. Puff my last cigarette. I'm in no hole. I search my life and I've got no answers. The tale of... Eddie's Conscious and drummer in Magma 1, Quiet Carriage in Section 10, writer for the Hayes Magazine, Loud Online, and Shearston and Greeley Entertainment Media. You're listening to Radio Blue Mountains 89.1 FM. Don't forget to tune into Blue Mountains Live with Brad Diedrich Thursday for all live music gigs for the entire Blue Mountains. Keep it classy.
truck in a mouthful of cash You're just too hip, baby Take a feather from every bird Yeah, see, you never fly You're just too hip, baby I can't wait for you anymore, baby Oh I can't carry you anymore So that's it for Blue Mountains Live this week. I uh, hope to catch you next week and uh, we'll have a great weekend. Get out and see some live music and uh, enjoy uh, enjoy the weekend. <laughs>